everybody get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Geek Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Geek Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. I'm sitting here, of course, year-end review with my guy, the one and only Mr. Dallas Penn. Internets. Listen, first of all, I'm so excited to know that you look better than the last time I seen you. Thank you. And what Thank I mean you. by that is, is, is seem and you know the weight is starting to come we off. We took some of that water off. We took, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have well, we had a mini heart attack right before mm. Thanksgiving mm. on some fly shit. I literally died. But then I came back to life because I was like, oh, shit, the Premium Peace Show end of the year recap. Mm. Let me get back. Let me come back to life so we can, I can record that. You didn't do that. First of all. No, re- no, real talk. I came back for that shit. You know, with everything going on, man, you know what's sad, honestly? Um, I feel like there's some things I don't want to say overshadowed, but I feel like there's some things that we are not realizing how important they are. Meaning like Jonathan Mena, you know, had gotten cancer the same time, a little bit after, say, combat. Yeah. But because of everything going on with combat, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, it kind of was like, I don't want to say overshadowed, but kind of like, you know, yo, you know, shouts to Jonathan Mena, and I, I'm so happy that he's doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't need to do chemo. Um, right, you know, right, seems right. to have a good support system. And, you know, he's family, and I'm proud to see that he's going to, you know, go on with his life. and, 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 and He's going to recover. He's going to recover. recover. And even recover. you, you know, like we lightly talk about it, but, you know, you were recently in the hospital with yeah. heart failure. Yeah. Many people don't know that because you put a selfie up, you know, you're in the hospital, but you don't explain yourself. Yeah. Not you. Not that you have to to everyone. Sure, 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 sure. And then, you know. But and, we, we live such, such, a, such a life, too, of, of sharing our journey through social. That's, that's part of the thing we do. So it's like it, it, was, it was kind of shocking. Like, oh, shit, you're in the fucking hospital. What's going on? Mm. Are you all right? And, um, and I got to tell you something, Pete. Do me a favor. From here on in, you, you and I, we talk all the time. And oftentimes I get a text from you. Hey, brother, what's going on? Just checking in on you. Mm. Do not check in on me anymore, Pete. <laughs> why do you say that for? You know why? Because you checked in on Prodigy. Mm. And like a week later, he died. No, don't say that. I'm Yo, not you th- checked in on Ed Woods. No, 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 no. And then Ed Woods fucking died. You were literally sitting with Combat. And, and, and we lost Combat Jack. So I'm just saying, stop checking in on me, Pete. Let me ask you something. If you reach out to me, man, have something to ask me. No, I'm actually. Right? I'm gonna have, ask you right now, motherfucker. Tell, have some good news to tell me. Do not tell me you're checking in on me. Because I'm not. For, I swear to God, if you're checking in on me, that means I'm about a week from dying. <laughs> do not use me as any culprit. I do want to say this though. Does it even feel real to say combat no. is not what it's? No, anymore? it does not. It does not. It does not. I, I'm. I'm. I'm unaccepting of this. Even at a memorial service, which is we're going to be attending soon and a viewing. I'm still really unaccepting of this simply because I feel like there was still so much more work for Reggie to do, for Combat Jack to do, and and for all of us to do. Like like we haven't even we have we just begun, Pete. Mm. We've just begun. And you know, the the platform of podcasting, which has been around for for more than a decade. Sure. Um, you know, we we haven't really cemented ourselves inside this space. We've got so many great 
you know, podcasts. We've got so many great radio shows, broadcasters, whatever you want to call this new wave of information bringers. And, and Reggie was part of the vanguard of this, the front, mm. the leadership of this. So I feel like with all the work that we have to, to do, he needs to be here to mm. help guide it, to mm. help steer it. So I'm, I'm really unaccepting of the fact that our brother has transitioned. Mm. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a tough week. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. It's the first time that uh, I cried in a long time. Mm-hmm. Cry real tears. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you why. Unfortunately, I don't think we're trained as people to accept or learn how to mourn mm-hmm. or how to accept, you know, news like this. Like, mm-hmm. do you, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying that they should have a class, but think about it. People really aren't prepared for death. And, that, and that's a shame simply because the one thing people have been doing since they started living is dying. Mm. People been people were actually dying even before they started to live, because there's motherfuckers out here who have died, but haven't really lived. Mm. You smell me? Mm. Yeah, I smell you. Okay, so so I mean, people have been dying from the gate, and 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 I think part of what's also with you, Pete, is that you know you you're just a very heartfelt, communicative person, and. There was just so much stuff that you wanted to tell Reggie, that you wanted to 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 help him with, that that you wanted to express to him, that to not have him here, to have that unfinished, kind of that little hole, that 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 void right there, that's the pain. The pain is that empty space. Yeah. Because it's it's like yo, the void, it can't be filled. Premium Pete. You can't fill that thing. It's a black effing hole that goes to 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 nowhere and it can't be filled. But what I'm trying to tell you, Premium, what I'm trying to tell you is that instead of trying to fill that void, 2018, man, listen, it is it is really, I, I just, I love the direction that the Premium Pete show is going in. I love the direction that you're moving in professionally. So, We've constantly told ourselves, we've constantly expressed the mantra of how it doesn't stop. Yo, you have to extra turn up your non-stoppedness in this new year. And in, in, in keeping the, the flag going, as Combat would say, you know, and you would always tell me, it never stops. It never stops. But I do want to say this, you know, I didn't want to do... Um, a normal year-end um, episode where you played the top episodes you did and, you know, talk about them. Sure. Being with us losing Reggie and, uh, you know, also having a year that definitely should, you know, be spoken about, I wanted to, you know, take this time to have that type of episode. But I'll be honest with you, out of all the years I've been doing podcasting, since you brought me on in 2010, which is going to be eight years ago, I think I did a podcast every week for eight years. Mm-hmm. Last week, um, I did a, I did an episode uh, right after uh, Reggie had passed, and it was the first time I felt like I didn't even want to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel the oomph yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point in time, I heard the person talking, and and, and I was and like, "You weren't even there. Like what your the body, fuck am you I was, doing? You were in another place. You zoned out." But I'll tell you what you did do. You you powered through that. Mm. You power through that and you got that episode done. 
Pete, there's going to be there's going to be some more tough times in our lives. All right, in in, in your life and my life, there's going to be some more of these black holes, these voids. And and we're gonna have to power through those things. We're gonna mm. have to power through those times, bro. Yeah, we're gonna have to. You know, you know, one of the biggest things is like, you know, it's funny. I was telling your wife and you before we went on air, is you know why people love the spaceship in the beginning and why it was so special. And you see so many tweets. And first of all, internet, thank you. And I'm sure Combat is looking down, smiling. He loves this shit to know he was trending. And to know, the only thing I think that he would really love is that a lot of publications said he was 48. I know he was definitely smiling at that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? he, he, def- he definitely got younger. He got younger. He got younger. So yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Pete. Yeah, you know, I know he's definitely telling me that shit. But internet's for real, man. Thank you so much, Dallas. And I know you have seen it. All the love coming in for combat. All the love, too, for when me and Dallas and Justin and, and um, you know, combat were together. And Bro, you want to know why that shit was so special back in the day in the spaceship? Is because... A lot of us were still just figuring each other out. Like me and combat really were always like either like super close or super hating each other. But those times we were super hating each other, we gave him exactly what he wanted. I always said Combat Jack was inspired by Howard Stern. And at one point in time, even though he always wanted to be a guest show, the barbershop talk was golding. I mean, I seen Questlove tweet the other day. You know, uh, about him passing and say the Just Blaze vs. Dame Dash episode was amazing. Many people, to give a quick backstory on that, Combat, you know, was trying to control that whole episode. Meaning, like, you know, because it was going kind of like all over the place. First of all, the backstory behind that is that Reggie had met with Dame Dash two nights prior. Yes, for this to happen. The, the backstory behind it is that Reggie had already met with Dame, and Dame had already killed Reggie yeah, yeah, yeah. at that him. meeting. Roasted him to death. So Dame had no... If, if Listen, if that had just been uh, Dame just now seeing Just, just now seeing Reggie, first of all, he would have murdered Reggie on air. And Reggie was smart enough to realize, yo, boom, let me get to Dame beforehand. Let me soften Dame up. Let me loosen Dame up. Or at least let me get Dame's jokes of sure, me sure, sure. out. He was smart. Reggie was smart. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. So so then all Dame had inside that space was, I mean, Dame didn't get, give anything about me or you. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just like, you know. Well, yeah, we, well, we just threw gasoline on that shit. Well, well, he didn't care enough about us. Plus, the truth was he, he, he couldn't read us either. Exactly. You know, like someone who he had spent so many years with. He had spent all these years with just mm. and literally helped bring just up all right as a as a professional as an artist as as a musician a businessman mm. so he helped he really helped bring him up and he had so much intimate relationship with just you know as, as an older brother to a younger brother so that was that was already that was that was going to be was epic. that one of your favorite episodes Oh my goodness, man! I have so so many. But was that one of them? Great, oh, that was, it was a great memory. But I mean, we had Foxy a couple weeks yeah, later. Foxy was crazy. We had Redman. We had Redman. D. Redman was we back. Had, at, yeah, we had uh, DJ Premier mm-hmm. bef- and, and Just Blaze as a guest before Just Blaze Became decided he wanted to become a member of the, of the group. That that night that Just Blaze came, he brought in an RLX scarf mm. that he had just picked up from from like the mansion, the, the Polo Mansion. And the, and the scarf was $1,600. He still had the ticket on it. 
Fuck. It's called for $1,600. And Just Blaze was dragged in on the floor. Just Blaze, you know, Just Blaze is, he stunts. Yeah. But you have to watch how he stunts because he stunts like, like. Quietly. Yes. Subtle stunt. Subtle stunt. So he had the thing hitting the floor, and I was just like, yo, yo, come on. Pick this car. So I, so I pick it up, and I look at the tag, and I'm like, fucking $1,600? Like, now if I'd have been like, yo, Just, let me get that. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me have that. Just be like, oh, hell no. He may have given you one and said he had one still at the house. You know, I did, <laughs> I did share a backstory with Just Blaze, because Combat mm-hmm. um, used to tell me um, how how thankful he was that Just became... I remember when, when Just Blaze became a member of the Combat Jack show back in the day. Combat, I remember him exactly. He called me, and he's like, yo, is this shit real? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yo, you think he thinks we're unprofessional and crazy? I'm like, yeah, but that's what he fucking likes about it. No, no, no. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think he felt like we were unprofessional. Mm. I felt like... Dysfunctional? No, I felt like, again, Just Blaze, through what he had gone through as an artist, remember, he helped bring up Rockefeller Records. Sure. All right. So he was he wasn't there at the infancy, but he was there at just a time where when when these some of these young artists were just being brought up. So he he could see something as in its infancy and understand. Okay, this thing has the talent. It has the energy. It has the components to be something greater than it is right now. Mm. And boom, I'm going to add my sure, mechanism. Flavor, yeah. I'm going to add my flavor. I'm going to add my sure. fire to this thing. And the legitimacy of Just Blaze. Oh yeah, it was. It, it took it took us to another level. And, Re- and Reggie appreciated the shit Absolutely. out of that. And you know what he loved? He loved Reggie. Loved when people stunt. You know, Just used to come to the studio when we were over there in Rockefeller, and he was like, "Yo, sorry, I was late. The helicopter was delayed." <laughs> Reggie loved that shit, bro. He loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, listen. This is an end of the year recap. We're gonna go over all the things that happened in the year of the Premium Pete Show and just in life. And we're also going to be remembering our brother Reggie Ose, aka Combat Jack Show. Want to you take know, this- rest in peace, Ed Woods. Rest in peace, rest Ed in Woods. Peace, prodigy. Rest in peace, Prodigy. Man. Um, uh, who else? Who else passed away? I, I got to tell you something. Internets, keep this in mind. We're going to take a quick break, though. But keep this in mind. If you are going to die in a calendar year, look to die late in December. Because mm. if you die in February, January, listen, I'm sorry, but. Like I don't. What I do you forgot. Think people forget about you. No, I, don't I, say I, that. I forgot. I don't forgot. say that. Listen, listen. Who died in February? Listen, as we I forget. As we somebody as, did. As we continue to celebrate and talk Muhammad about Ali? the best moments. Maybe I don't know. No, I don't no. remember. I don't remember. Listen, as we continue to celebrate our brother Combat Jack, yes, Reggio say. I also, besides doing the end of the year recap, and besides remember him, I want to call a couple of people and have them say some words about him and and uh, you know. What they uh, thought about him. That sounds dope. That sounds dope. Internets, Los Internetos, you are listening to the Premium Pete Show, starring Premium Pete, the A number one fucky Berg. Clean. Put the clean hey. one on you. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are you, man? How y'all doing? Condolences. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Thanks, Mike. Peace, Thank Mike. You. This is Dallas Penn, Mike. How you doing? Hey, Dallas. How you doing, brother? Brother, I can't call it, else I might spoil it. Mm. Mm. Already. Listen, we, we're doing an end-of-the-year show. We're doing a, a, where we're remembering combat, talking about some of our you know great moments that we had together, some great episodes we had together. Obviously, you've been on the show um, more than once. You know, and we yeah. just wanted to just call a couple of people, you know, that has maybe have a moment or just, you know, um, send their 
blessings or anything they want to say about the good brother. Yeah, man, I'm 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 still in shock. My my bit thought and prayer, my wife and I for his wife and for his children. And you know, I would just like to just first of all, you know, I've thanked him personally while he was here in the physical and I thank him while he's on the side and the ancestors just for pushing the culture forward in a way that was heartfelt and that was intellectual and that was needed and that helped grow the culture up. You know, I think he's going to be a, a, a missed part. I think that he added an element to media that we needed. And he just made me damn proud to be a black man at base minimum, you know, music and hip hop aside. You know, he was a father. He was a he was a brother. He was a comrade. And um, I think that we that we all could, you know, just honestly try to carry his legacy forward in whatever way we can just professional as as possible and and as personable as possible he came to my shop personally all y'all did in atlanta you know i mean anything he ever told me he was gonna do got done and Mm. you know that ain't always easy and that's from a person who's dropped the ball a few times Mm. i just i I appreciate you guys allowing me to you know just say my part of the testimony today as i know as everyone has put up pictures photos and said their piece but i really was just stuck in silence man i just i couldn't believe it so you know I'm still having a hard time believing he's not going to pop up out of nowhere. But with that said, we know to be absent in the physical does not mean to be absent at all. So, Dig you that. know, I, I still feel his presence here. Hey, listen, I'll tell you one thing I know he really enjoyed is when Run the Jewels would be in town and we would pop up, you know, me, Dallas, and him. And, and uh, you know, I remember going and he just loved to turn up, man. He loved he, yeah, man. we'd be on stage, shots of track star, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> you know... He just loved the turn up. I think he loved your energy. He he loved, um, you know, one thing I know he definitely loved is, is, is just how you, and still to this day, just carry um, a lot of stuff on on your back, man, and just really just try to help people be better, be yeah. smarter, you know. And, Absolutely. And I think that, you know, I think a, a legacy is something you want to leave behind. And, and I truly believe you're doing the same thing yourself, Mike. Absolutely. I'm trying I'm trying my best, man. You know, steel sharp is steel, man. You know, you can't sharpen in a cutter cut and do butter. So, you know, mm. for, for me... You know, what, 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 what he represent as an attorney, like I want to see more young black men in particular and your young men of color going into trades like attorneys, doctors, engineers, architect, because you carry the culture into those trades with you and you make those trades something more and then you make them something that's for us. And I never want that part to be forgotten that as well as being a part of the culture, as well as being a great host and a personality, he was first and foremost a person of skill. You know what I mean? He was a person that went and did it, the, the, what, what we would call the square way. And he brought the culture into that. And I want to challenge more of us to do that. So the young men that are out there, all of us may can't sing, all of us may can't dance, but we can all study hard. We can all focus on the goal. We can achieve that. And then we can take what we know from our culture into those things and we can grow those things and we can be a conduit between. Because before he was representing artists on a microphone, he was representing artists behind a desk, making sure that people had fair deals and people were, were the foundation for economic, from economic infrastructure that helped more young men and more young women become more for their families and for the people around them and i just like to challenge more of us to do that because i think that that's the greatest way his legacy really tells it tells because you judge a tree by the fruit it produces and we need to make sure that the, as a fruit of that tree that we're, we're, we're excelling so whether it's dallas and giving you the pointers on how to dress your style up for job interviews and after or whether it's premium telling you it's about presence and that presence in return in, in reference to your children i think that we all should carry those things a little bit of the grown man into the real world too as, as you do too mike as you do too i mean i i really feel like the key was always 
to keep the narrative inside our hand. And absolutely, sometimes it's, it's like you think to yourself, oh, no, no, we're good now. You know, we've shaped the narrative. We put it in a good place. But the truth is the work remains constant. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The work remains constant. I learned that. I guess I already knew that, but I learned that from from watching Selma and realizing that the struggle never stops. Uh, It's a protracted struggle, man. It really is. Like, you know, it's funny you know Selma because one of my other heroes is in there, James Orange, who's a um, young man who wore the glasses, who was an organizer. By the time I met James Orange, he was a young man working under Dr. King. He was an old man teaching me how to organize. And now I stand here before you today. You know, um, getting a student of his and organizing, teaching other young men and women have organized and invited back to Mandela's 100th anniversary, you know, mm-hmm. to represent for him. And that's what is secular. So yes. it's a circular. So, you know, yes. we got to make sure that just like with combat, just like with Reggie, the energy you put into the world is going to make sure it turns over to someone else and they turn it to someone else. And that's the way you truly never die. You know, mm, it I never stops. Say that on the, yeah. On the behalf of. <laughs> You know, my, my, the original people, I just want to tell y'all, like, your ancestors not gone. You know, they're not dead. The people who are, who left you in the physical, they are still with you and they are literally wired into your DNA. Reggie is here in his children. Mm-hmm. He is here in the legacy of his wife. And to honor that, you know, to honor that is to honor them. Mm-hmm. And to honor that is to honor his work and is to carry that work further and further and further. And if that's so long as that happens, then our loved ones never die. But the minute we get lazy, the minute we let others co-opt our thing, the minute we let others have our thing, we truly let legacies die. And we cannot do that. Mm. Amen. Amen. Listen, you know, first off, happy and a healthy new year to you and your family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, keep on, keep on doing what you do, Mike. Like you already know, man. I appreciate you, Dallas. Appreciate, you. and a lot of the world appreciates you. Stay on, the, stay on I'm, them greens, Mike. Stay on them greens, bro. Stay I had, on them we greens. had, we, we had it, man. We had it. We and had and it, listen, we, one of the reasons why I called you for is because I know um, t- today and 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 forever, you're one of the people that will push to keep Combat's legacy alive. And um, you know, I know you appreciated him, and I know you appreciated the platform that was created. So you know. Absolutely. I'll keep doing my thing, man. And then I just want to tell people out there, man, be listening to Pete's show. Be following Dallas, man. Be Make it, make sure that the elements of the culture don't fall to the wayside and you find the next thing. And then older people, I just want to tell the 35 to 50-year-old hip-hop crowd, shut up complaining and, and buy dope stuff, you know, whether that be style or fashion, whether that be music. But, you know, stop complaining about young people and just support the dope that you like. And mm-hmm. that way the culture grows and expounds. You know, my grandmother liked a whole other kind of gospel than my sister. But they both went to church together. You know what Take I'm saying? That. Take that. So mm. I love y'all, man. I Amen. Really Likewise, man. And let's make sure we keep pushing. Amen. Amen. Peace, brother. Amen. All right, love. Love and right, respect. Well, right. You know, what, what, what we should also include, though, is if you're older than 50, stop listening to rap. Mm. What do you uh, listen to? Uh, Kenny G. Kenny G is good. Listen, listen, is listen good. to some soft jazz. Listen to some something else in rap because honestly, hip hop is not letting us get past fifty years old. Well, that's hip-hop's, why we need hip-hop's to. Not gonna let you we get we to need 60. to do a better job of, of of being aware of our health at a younger age, and mm-hmm. we're going to get to that in a second. Um, let's give uh, someone else a call real quick. What's up, sir? 
What up, Pete? Man, you up, make, you're making this difficult over here. You out there eating red snapper and shit like that with couscous on the side, man. Stop it, man. Stop being so, <laughs> stop being so fucking bougie. You Why, and what's up? It's DP. What's going on, brother? DP, what's up, black man? Man, I, I cannot call it, YN. I cannot call it. But we out here with you, oh, though. Oh, man. Hey, man, listen. Elliot Wilson's on the line, man. Um, I wanted to give you a call in... You know, as we're paying tribute and, and really just remembering moments and times that we all shared with Combat, me and Dallas Penna here, um, end of the year Premium Pete Show episode. And, you know, listen, Elliot, one of the main reasons why I want to call you is not only for somebody just, you know, has been around with Reggie and has seen him grow, but more importantly is no matter what anybody thinks, because I think that they think this is such a competitive world that we live in, and it is, but I do know that when he just started and you DM'd him, he never stopped talking about how much that meant to him. You know, when, you, when, when he, you're like, hey, I, listen, I heard the show. I, you got something. Don't stop. And look where yeah. he wound up taking it, man, you know? Yeah, I remember that, like, when the, the PNC days, man, you guys, the humble beginnings, you know, him and Dallas and A-King. Pete, you wasn't down yet, but you was about to get down with the movement, I think. Yes, and sir, yeah. I, I remember, I remember um, just hearing one of the early episodes, and it was like, uh, him and Dallas were just kind of rambling and shit and just talking about crazy shit and like, you know, I, I, like cocaine or something. I don't know what it was. Like <laughs> like crazy <laughs> stories from back in the day. And I was just like, yo, this gives me a feel of like kind of a stretch in Barbito. Like, it's like, it feels like I'm listening like three in the morning and like, you know, these guys are just kind of zoned out and talking crazy shit, but I'm still engaged. I'm still listening. So, you know, something about it just felt kind of special. Like it felt raw, like it wasn't figured out, but I loved I loved the energy between Combat and Dallas and and I thought there was something there like I felt like a spark so yeah that next morning I DM'd them just you know on the humble like yo I like that I listened to the thing and you know it sounds good you know keep keep doing what you're doing you know and it's amazing that he always gave it up and always said that that was so important to him and it inspired him and then you know full circle like you're saying the idea of competition like I feel like you know the work that you guys did as the show evolved with you know Dallas and then you Pete and a King and, and Just Blaze, obviously blessing y'all and joining the team. You know, you guys set the set the standard. We know Juan Epstein was the first podcast, but what Combat Jack Show did was to me was also bring the real the business of the business of podcasting. You know, showing me that this was a real thing, showing me that Loudspeakers Network could be something. You know, shout out to Chris Morrow, like that. There's a business behind this. Like this is really now an avenue for us, a platform for us. So it made me start to take Rap Radar seriously. And really create the Rap Radar podcast. Like in the beginning, B Dot just did it on his own, but you know, inspired by Combat Jack Show, we took the Rap Radar podcast very seriously. It felt like you know, there's there's a lane for us to try to compete at least, or just at least carve out what we could do in the, in the space. And so it's just kind of a full circle thing where obviously I helped inspire Combat in the beginning, and then once he got his he got his wings and everything was popping with what you guys were doing. You, you in turn turned around and inspired us to create the Rap Radar podcast. So even till this day, you know, like everything we're doing, it's like, you know, combat brought that spirit. So well, we dedicate everything Elliot, going you, forward to You him. are always connected you know? to that. You're always connected to that spirit simply because of, of, of the person that you are. And, and, and that's yes, somebody sir. not afraid to reinvent themselves. Not, afraid, yes, not afraid to try something new. Not afraid to, to have it hit the wall and fall down. And then not afraid to then try something new again. Of course, and look at look at Reggie. Reggie was ultimate reinvention too. Like I think my earliest it's funny the earliest memories I try to think back with Reggie is like you know with Ego Chip, my partner Sasha Jenkins. We had a magazine called Beatdown, 
And I think that Reggie went to college with uh, Sasha's sister. And like in Beatdown, the first Xena we did, we had some columns that Reggie wrote when he was still a lawyer, like as Reggie Osei Esquire. You know, if anybody finds that on the internet, that would be amazing. But like in the early, early uh, issues of Beatdown, Reggie wrote some legal stuff for us because he was the hot lawyer at the time and we had the connections with Sasha's sister. Mm. So, you know, just to have that history is, is crazy. And like you speak about reinvention for Reggie to be like this looked at as like one of the top legal lawyers of that 90s era. And you see him like, you know, at Biggie's funeral, like in the mix of action and like for him to reinvent himself the way you where you did Dallas. And like you guys becoming these like bloggers or just voices of our culture in this very unconventional way, you know, is very inspiring. That's ultimate reinvention also, you know. Well, I mean, again, I'm I'm just happy to be part of the continuity of this thing. Yeah. But but you've always been. And you know, here. one of my favorites. I also I also shared that F your holiday episode. P your Pete, you remember that F your yeah. holiday joint? F your podcast. F your holiday. You know that was that, <laughs> that F your was... holiday because you know what? Remember we did a, we did an episode. It was after the whole Ebro drama. Yeah, and it got it fucking was, uh, lost. Dot went. Yeah, huh? It, that episode got lost. No, the, one of them. Yeah, my wife still doesn't believe that. Yo, Pete, my wife still doesn't believe that episode was lost. Yo, man. let me explain you something to you, bro. Somewhere, man. Let me explain something <laughs> to you. I'm gonna tell you how real that was because combat love. Let me tell you something. We came to that was when we were in, 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 in we were in the studio. Let me tell you something. The, the engineer. Yeah, who your fucking, first time at the new spot. Yeah, yo, the first time at the new spot. Yo, I had to audio. press that engineer. Yo, combat looked at me like combat was such a subtle guy. He, but he wouldn't want any of those kind of problems. But he looked at me like, he "Yo," said, hey, he it, said, "Hey, Pete, whack him real yeah. quick." Whack, whack that guy. Yo, I, I was mad that we lost that. But really, Elliot, you know, um, it, it's been great to see all these other podcasts and, and do great work. You know, and 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 I think and and I really thank Combat for that, and 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 really yes, just to be the inspiration. I mean, Rap Radar, you know, was created and has done great work. Real talk. No one could deny that. Yeah, and so, at least we're all different too. We're not emulating each other. You know what I mean? We're all different. Sure, drink you know, champs, we're not so, you know, each other. You know, like, like yeah. look at all these that were created, and 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 you know, it, it just shows how special it was. And deep down, well, it, even again, again, the Speak to Loudspeakers Network that Reggie could step out of the spotlight and let the Reed shine, a brilliant idiot shine, and not get caught up in like, oh, if I have a network. My podcast got to be the biggest podcast. You know what I mean? Like you saw the bigger picture and like, yeah. you know, loudspeakers network and what that means to our culture still like, again, all of that, all of that is super inspiring, man. I, you know, it's just a tremendous loss, man. I don't think any of us can fully process it yet, but you know, the great thing about Reggie is that, you know, it's undeniable the mark he left on the culture, you know, and, and we're going to carry that forth. Like you have no other choice. And I, and I think that's what he'd want, you know? Yes. Yes, I, I I feel like what Reggie has left us with now, Elliot, is now what y'all gonna do? Mm. Okay, so I so yeah. so so whatever you got coming up next, L, and I know I know you, why, and I know you got something ill coming up next. You got something up his sleeve? I know you do. Yeah, he's, <laughs> better, you he's better. He's better. one of those motherfuckers I'm in. Trying to get that Dallas fan exclusive. I'm trying to get that Dallas fan. <laughs> Exclusivo. First of all, Exclusivo, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Penn, Penn. Elliot, Dallas Penn goes to sleep at 7 p.m. now, okay? He eats dinner at 5 p.m. now, <laughs> all right? Extra, extra wash. You you want something Dallas Penn, just go to the laundry room and, and, and put put that, that wash on extra cycle. Extra wash. That's Dallas Penn. But but no, seriously, seriously, YN, man, much, much, much success to you, the Rap Radar family, B-Dot. It never stops. Um, you know, what y'all, what are y'all doing now over at title and, and just continuing like, that's like my niggas Frankie Crocker moment. Like that shit is just like incredible. Right. Word. But 
it's really what you guys also said too, raising the bar. Like, you know, Reggie to me took over the podcast game with Combat Jack Show. It's like, and then you started putting this mantra out about raising the bar. It's like, it's like, even if it's successful as you are, keep challenging yourself to create better, to figure it out, to take things to another level. And, you know, he did that with the Mogul series and all these type of different steps. So raising the bar to me is something that I still hold in my heart. And like, that's what I'm going to carry forth too. That I did it like, Stop trying to act like, you know, what we've done is great. We still got more work to do, all of us. You know Word. what I mean? We're going to keep raising the bar. I like that. And let's continue to let this legacy live on. Listen, uh, happy and a healthy New Year, you and your family, E. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Dallas. All right, Love you guys. Peace. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah, we're just... Uh... Elliot Wilson, YN, a.k.a. Yellow Nigga. Listen, he, uh, I'm telling you, you know what? If people ask, why the fuck we call Elliot? Because that's how much it meant to combat that he DM'd. Yeah. That shit kept him going. Let me tell you something. It ain't easy to, uh, to um, you know, do a podcast every week. You got to have some inspiration and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got to have, you got to have certain, you got to have those certain little kudos, those certain little moments that just help you know that you also, you on the path. Mm, mm, you I, know? I and that was big. That was big. I agree. That was big. That was big. That was big because, I mean, you know... Uh, Elliot Wilson is ultimately, you know, one of the curators. Um, and, and also combat at that time, culture. at that time, he's like, who the fuck is listening to this? And when you get, sometimes when you get someone who believes in you, it gives you, listen, Antennas, you should always believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sometimes you need somebody to believe in you. Listen, Dallas, yeah. you believe in me. I put the pedal on the metal. I believe in premium peace. Let's make another phone call. I believe in who Love will never find the sea, and I know you. You. Would you stop singing, Dallas? And you know me. Hey. I believe in premium Pete um, and bun. bun B. D- Dallas Yo. is singing here. I don't know. He I thinks believe we're in, church. in Bun B. I believe in Bun. Hey, Bun, what's up? <laughs> It's good to it's good to be to be believed in. <laughs> good to hear your voice, brother. Good to although Likewise. I although I do hear your voice. I do hear your voice, man. When I check your Insta stories, man, and I love love love, man. I I love how you put them together. You always yo you have the me, trill mills. Yo, the trill mills have me on yo on fire. Have me hungry. Have mm. me hungry. Mm. Yeah, but you don't eat all that shit anymore. You you eat like plant based, and I know I'm trying to keep Dallas know, healthy know, too know, out here, bun. But I'm gonna go no, back. No, I feel him. I'm, I'm gonna get healthy just so I can get so I can <coughs> give me some oxtail. Yeah, hey, listen, oxtail was good. Listen, bun. Uh, you know we're, we're we're doing the end of the year recap at a premium Pete show, and at the same time remembering our brother uh, Reggio say, aka Combat Jack. Um, called a couple of people. Just wanted to have. You be one of them. Listen, what people may not know, Bun is probably one of the most visited Combat Jack Show guests. Um, Bun was one of our early legitimizers. Yeah, yeah. Like Bun came to the studio at PNC. PNC. Yeah, you know what I mean. Came to the studio at PNC and and really gave helped give us the format for talking with someone, talking with a, a, a legacy artist, talking with someone who had oh, wow. you know uh, traveled the globe. Sure. Representing the culture. You know, to give Internet a backstory, uh, when that happened in PNC, that may have been early 2011, 2012 maybe. And uh, me and Bun, I think, went to a Brooklyn Net game. And, and, and I told Combat, I said, I'm going to bring Bun by. 
And, you know, I guess maybe he didn't know that Bum was like a, a, a brother of mine at the time. Like maybe he didn't know like that. Mm-hmm. And it was late. And I was like, yo, Bun, this is going to be late. He's like, yo, it works perfect after the, after the game. And I remember when I brought Bun there, he was, he was really, really excited. Because keep in mind, this is a spaceship he was building, and he felt it was more legitimized. Oh, it was totally legitimized. Totally legitimized. But how was that for you the first time you came on? Well, you know, for one, I, you know, this was probably my first, <clears throat> like, real podcast interview. I think I had done a couple of things with people over the phone. But as far as, like, um, you know, and that was, like, NPR kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. just to have that kind of an extended you know, conversation with somebody that was of the culture, you know, having a show that represented the, the culture so, so well, you know, felt good. And I think that's one of the things that helped create, you know, these great interviews that you guys have now because it was so disarming. You know, a lot of times when we mm-hmm. walk in spaces as artists, it's with A&Rs and management and it's, that whole rigmarole and it's part of a, you know something that everybody is doing. This was different, and I don't even think I was really promoting anything. That was, was just, that was the know. key, Bun. That was the key to you weren't you weren't on a press junket. You were just there, you know? straight hanging out, straight hanging out, and it was and that was the vibration that you gave us too. Like you know, yeah. like you know what I'm gonna give you a story that psh, that I ain't never told nobody. That, that's what happened that night. You gave us you gave us joints that you had never told nobody before simply because i guess either nobody had asked you or you felt like you were in a space where you know what we just here kicking it yeah i mean well you you you, certain things you're like well you know some of these stories we got to keep to the chest because that's not for everybody but it didn't feel like it was um you know you guys weren't necessarily media you know what i'm saying like you said it wasn't part of a press junket or press run or anything like that where it's like everybody needs that good sound bite or that good quote you know this was just about just chopping up game, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it was different and refreshing. It wasn't that I had never been interviewed before, but it was a space that didn't feel like any other space where someone was having an interview. There's very few people I, I've had conversations like that. Probably Combat Jack, John Caramonica, and Greg Street are probably the only people that I've ever had those kind of conversations with because I'm friends with those people. All mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, I'll tell you, um, another thing is Bun had joined us on every step of the way, you know, when he would go on Gumball. You know, I'll tell you, I think Bun may—I got to remember who, and and, and when I do, I'll put the stats out, but Bun at least was a four-time visitor of the Combat Jack show, Mm -hmm. which not many people could say. And and, One more visit, I would have got the coat. Yeah, forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) You would have got the varsity jacket. You know, but I I, I do think of people who, you know— Again, throughout this episode, I mean, we can't call up everybody, but I do think about certain people that Combat told me in a private place. And now that he's resting in peace, I think it's time for me to tell the world of who and what meant, you know, was special to him. And and I'm telling you, man, you know, um, and, 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 and I was surprised in the beginning from a broken guy, you know, to um, be so hype, just like Sean Price, you know, of, of, of an artist out of Houston, a southern artist and somebody, but it just I think just your 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 intellect, your style, the way you move. I mean, he just was I remember when you left, he was really every time he was very thankful that I had brought you by there and 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 because you dropped gems every time you came there. And you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? You wanted to be very open and honest with a brother like Jack, you know. <laughs> I think 
we're going to look back and recognize him as as we you know go back through the years and, and retrospectively look at hip hop as a culture. We're going to be able to look at him as one of those people who actually, you know, K. Slade talked about it, you know, like you don't ever have to leave hip hop if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, you just have to learn how to move through the other pillars. You yeah, know, like, take it, you take it with you. I, I mean, Bun, you, you are, as Reggie was, you are a master of reinvention and you, you have found ways to reinvent yourself from artist to, to college professor to sports car enthusiasts, to uh, Instagram chef, <laughs> sneaker lover, sneaker sneakerhead. I mean, I mean, all of these things, and I mean, I I guess really hip hop is at the center of all of these things. But you, but really, it's you. It's you at the center of all these things, and you just float into them effortlessly, seamlessly. Well, again, like I said, you know, I look at Slay. Slay started as a graffiti artist. You know what I'm saying? In the mm-hmm. earliest days, and you know, he moved into to DJing, and and you know, you know, even with Jack starting out on the you know the lawyer side and working with the record companies, and then moving over to the media side, you know, you don't maybe you can't move in the same space that you always moved in, but that doesn't mean you have to leave the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hip hop as a culture has grown to where you know it, it's grown. To where it can accommodate you at 35. It can accommodate you at 40. It can yes. accommodate you at 45 and 50. And you can still have these avenues where you can be a part of the culture. You can contribute and still pay the bills and take care of your family. It's a beautiful thing. Can hip-hop Jack accommodate us at, at 60 or 70, Bun? I think it will. I think it has to. Okay, because you know, I'm, I'm scared. I, 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 I'm not really seeing... Uh, like like we see the Rolling Stones and these guys are like eighty and they're preserved and they're like you know I mean we don't we don't get to see our hip hop heroes getting to be sixty or seventy or like like we we don't seem to be allowed to live to that do do am I well, gonna have to change the the beat am I gonna have to take the hard drums out and just have nah, like you know some some smooth shit no nah, no nah, not at all like I said we just all gotta learn how to take care of ourselves you know we were all grown up in an age where Dudes were smoking dust and primos and all this kind of shit, and you know, you know, popping pills and syrup. So we, yeah, we don't even know what the life expectancy is going to be for a lot of us based on what we've done. You know, dig Uh, that eating all this eating all this processed food and shit like that. So, um, you know, so you got to catch these old school tours while they're out right now. I'm pretty sure somebody in hip hop is on the road that's 60 years old right now. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, Well, listen. How old is Chuck D? No, no, Chuck, Chuck's not. Chuck's, Chuck's like not 50, 55 in, in, in his fifties, in his fifties. But but no, I mean, how old is Chris? How old is Chris? Chris, Chris, my Chris is up there. He's 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 mid to upper fifties. He's definitely mid to upper fifties. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, Bambada is spinning somewhere in Europe right now. Bambada's definitely in his sixties. Herc is definitely. Flash, Flash has to be right. Flash, Flash has, has to be too. Bun, you're right. Yeah, definitely, and, definitely, and, and, definitely. Ice T has to. Ice T has to be close to sixty. Ice T might be a thousand. Nah, nah, nah. Ice T is definitely. Ice T stay young, but I'll tell you one thing. What you, what you. Ice T was in. Ice T was in breaking. Talking about combat. Yeah, yeah. Ice T be getting blood transfusions of. Of that good, good. Yeah. Hey, listen, you got that. You got, you got that, that. That law and order. You know. But I, I will say, what you're talking about right now is legacy, and uh, I think that yeah, forever, uh, Combat Jack's legacy will yeah. live on. And, and it's amazing that we were all in a room, um, just talking and, and chopping up. And I always tell people, Howard Stern was a, 
you know, w- was a, a an influence for combat, and he got that from all of us, all these fucking weird characters and people such as ourselves. And I will say that uh, the legacy will live on forever. B, listen, uh, happy, healthy New Year to you and the family. Thanks for taking the time. Like I said before, uh, I know combat appreciated you. Um, I just wanted you to get a chance to say some things about him and how you really felt. Pimp C for life, Bumby. Yo, God bless y'all, man. Combat for life. All right, peace, brother. Listen, Bum B, man. Bum B. Yeah. You know, this is a, yeah. Dallas, you know, it's 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 a sad that, time, but that I, I go back to that first Bun B visit uh at the PNC, the PNC at yeah. the PNC studio. Man, what a good time. I gotta tell you something, man. PNC was such a great time in my life mm. with you guys. Mm. You know, mm. with with just creating, you know, did this you know thing. did you know where we were going? Oh no, definitely. I oh. I knew I knew we were going to a place that I wanted to be every week. You know what it was like for me, and I thank you for you know bringing me on to the Combat Jack show. I felt like I was at a stage where it was like uh, it was like kind of like like a, a softball game once a week with your boys. Yeah. Now you played softball because y'all don't play hardball anymore. Yeah. But you played softball. And you brought the barbecue there. Yeah. And you cooked and drank beers. And, and you brought a six-pack. once in a while, somebody hit a home run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, but, shit. But, but no, honestly, Pete, it was, it was a place for us to be once a week, and, and it, you wouldn't have missed it for the world. Sure. You wouldn't have missed that appointment for anything. I mean, we talk about it. You know, uh, for people who don't know, when Combat Jack Show just started in 2010, the, the timestamp was 12 to 2 a.m. So we, we for what else bullshit. Twelve to two a.m. live. Yeah, we didn't get out of there to fucking three, four in the fucking morning. Oh yeah, at least, at and, least. And, and I'm gonna tell you how much we believed in it. A lot of those people had day jobs. Yeah. So they had to turn around. Yeah. And a lot of those people, I wouldn't allow them to fucking take the train home. Yeah. So either me or or, or combat, but mostly sometimes me. We start driving people like Just Dave or Boss Nod or yeah, fucking yeah, whoever, or, or, whoever. or Snacks Ronaldo, whoever, or whoever, whoever. And I told Dallas, how much did you believe in the Combat Jack show? One, I lived in Jersey at the time. Yeah, hour and forty minutes away. Yeah. Plus, I drove everybody home. Yeah. I got home. Let me tell you something. You got home. Sun was up. Sun was up. Yeah. And when I had to return that fucking lease, they were like, "Yo, you got twenty five thousand miles <laughs> over. You owe us ten grand, motherfucker." <laughs> And yeah. I was like, yo, combat, yeah. that's how much I believe you put in you. You, you. you put your weight on it, Pete. You put your weight on it. You let's put let's, your make, on let's it make sure. another phone call real quick as we uh, wind down this uh, end of the year episode and also paying our respects to one and only Combat Jack, our brother. What you got there? Hello? D-Nice. Yes, sir. What's up, man? It's Premium Pete and Dallas Penn. We're sitting here. Oh, man. My brothers. Listen, we're doing an end-of-the-year episode, and we're paying uh, and talking about the, the, the beginning moments of the Combat Jack show, and, and, and we had a couple people call in already and, and, and talk about their moments. Um, you know, one moment that I really, really enjoyed is when we sat down with you. And the reason why I say that for is it was early on. I don't think anybody yes. really ever heard a D-Nice podcast in that long of a format. No, never. And I had to give you the Kleenex, and and, and and it was so raw and real. You know, I always, Combat, you know, let me tell you something. Combat always tells people that was one of his favorite episodes. Not because there was tears to your eye, because it was so real. We're talking about, you know, rest in peace, Scott Rock. 
but I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about how pure it was. Like, it's, it's, tell the internet about that. Well, well, for me, man. First of all, shout out to my man D Pen, man. You know, um, Dallas hit me online and sent me a text like, "Nah, you got to do this interview." And you know, for years, man, I never really talked about my story. You know, like when you're living in a in that moment, you never think that your story would actually resonate with people. And that's just kind of how I felt. You know, um, you know, living in the shadows of of KRS, and you know, for so many years, I didn't think my story was that important. And, you know, I definitely, I'll be honest with you, I was so reluctant to do the interview. Like, it was really because of Dallas and a couple of people who had heard, you know, your your podcast, you know. And um, it was like, yo, you got to do this. Like, we want to know about you. And I will tell you, man, like, walking into that room with you guys um, was probably one of the most comforting feelings that I ever had, ever, and that's why it, it kind of like showed like even in the interview where I just felt at peace, you know, like I felt like, you know, and not, not even in, in rest in peace, man, the combat Jack, that is, I mean, that's like, will always be my brother. But even with you though, premium Pete, <clears throat> you know, like when I walked into that room, man, like you guys just embraced me and allowed me to share my story in the most honest way. You know, like we were, I didn't, I'll, I'll be honest, I forgot that we were even recording. Mm, mm. It was just like brothers just sitting there conversing about life, about the importance of, of our journey. I mean, all of us, your podcast was still in its infancy. When I came into the music industry, it was still in its infancy, even though it had a lot of success. But that golden era was something that was extremely special. And to to have people interview me and especially man like you know someone like reggie who combat jack reggie you know those of you know yes. you know you know his real name to know that someone who um like myself who had that journey you know we, we could have done anything else i mean this man had a law degree went to cornell like could have done anything else but hip-hop was so important to him and in that interview he made me feel that he understood my perspective of hip hop, you know, where it was for me, it was just about being selfless, you know, like I just wanted to be down and, you know, I didn't know that it was going to become what it did, but I just wanted to be down and that, and, 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 you know, he, he knew the right questions to ask without I, I think, feeling I think, like it was being intrusive. D, I think the similarity um, for y'all is, is also the, the courage to be willing to reinvent yourself. Yes, man. Loving hip hop so much that you know what? I'm going to reinvent myself. That way I stay connected to the culture. That way I can continue to help. I keep going back to this for the listener, but control the narrative. D, when I, when I finally kind of got to talk to you on a personal level, it was in the digital space and it was, yes, it was, uh, kind of early in the, um, hip hop blog. Uh, kind of like the halcyon moments for hip hop blocks, and and you had a great uh site that you operated with your photography, and yes, yes, yes. It was just it was just a wonderful glimpse to see of someone who I knew as an artist, who I had been you had already been DJing, so I had seen and been to parties where you had already been spinning, but now here was someone who was who was taking on um image creating. And you were just really being so focused on the devices you were using and how you were selecting these images. And it was just like, 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 wow, 
Like, you just, uh, but unafraid, because there's a vulnerability you have to have when you post a picture, which you think is nice, and other people might be like, what the hell is this, a picture of a f- close-up of a flower for? Mm. Yeah, but, but and the, the best part about that was, like, feeling that freedom to do it, though, you know, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it without people, like, just supporting, and people saying, hey, bro, I got your back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like to this day, I still don't have, I don't have a portfolio. I don't have any of that stuff, you know? And, um, I've literally been living my life just based on the love of hip hop. Yes. You know, it's strictly based on the love of hip hop, you know, and, and the forum that, that you guys gave me, man, with, with, with Reggie, with combat Jack was like, I can tell you right now for sure. My life changed after that. Mm. Like my But the emotions that I felt when I was sitting there, <clears throat> because it was a, it was a moment of of um, that. I mean, honestly, like that was like therapy for me. Mm. It was a moment for me to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. importance of that interview to me, mm-hmm. and that's why it's been so hard to. I've never listened to the interview mm. ever. Really? Like, I, it's, no, I'm, I'm I made it a point like this weekend. Because I want to start the new year, I want to be at peace with everything, and I'm going to sit back and I want to listen to it. But to be quite honest with you, man, like that was a a powerful moment for me, and it was a moment, it was a crossroads for me of like understanding who I am and what my contributions to the music was, you know, and, and my contributions to not even just music, but just to people who people like myself who have, the culture. You know, <clears throat> the culture itself, man. Don't don't you be know, afraid where, to say that. Do you don't be afraid to nah, say nah, that? I'm, honestly, uh, no BS, man. That the Reggie's interview made me accept who I am, bro. Mm. Yeah, Yo, like, I love no that lie. you're saying that, D, because you yes. know that episode made I think so many people. And 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 here goes my next question to you. So many people feel the same way. I mean, I remember, like, I'm the same person too. Like, people come up, yo, Premium Pete, man, I love what you're doing. I'm like, no, 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 blessings to you. Like, you, I feel like that was a time where you took your roses because a lot of times you would deflect them, like, yo, uh, maybe I'm not that, not that you didn't think you were special, but maybe like, no, I didn't. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think anything that I was doing was special. I just thought that I was a role player, you know, in that interview. That interview and the fact that we got so deep with it, and you realize, like, wait a minute, like, wait, I've actually contributed to some amazing things, no matter what anyone else thinks. Right now, in this very moment, in that moment, during that interview, I realized the importance. It's not even just about making music. I mean, Reggie was an attorney. You know what I mean? That that a journalist, a scholar, you know, that understood everything that I'd gone through, and he was very. He was very careful with his questions, and it, it was it just it, he made he had a way of making everyone feel like he cared, and I know that that's genuinely because he did. Yep, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know, recreate that. You can't buy that, nah. and you can't teach that, you know. But uh, how many people? Uh, you know, how many people came up to me about that episode over the years? How many people have came up to you? Has any like like people you don't even I, know? Yeah, I can tell you right now. So that was probably one of the most important interviews that I've ever done in my life, man. People have come to me and they said how life-changing it was. I mean, I still, even before before this conversation, I mean, people are still posting that interview. And that's like almost three years ago, you know. And, um, you know, to to knowing that, like my whole mission, my whole mission with my career was 
why can't I do what I love at whatever age? You know, look, I'm 47, man. I'm 47 years old and I still rock some of the biggest events and no one looks at my age. And I looked at my age and I looked at my legacy and my history and I was like, yo, no one wants to hear that. And it wasn't until like after I did that interview and people knew what the struggles were that they started to like really pay attention. Like, wait a minute, what he's doing is special. And that. Listen, man, I'm 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 one to be honest. There are a few moments in my life and in my career that totally shifted everything for me. Totally shifted. You know, one of the mo- one of the most important moments of my career was the interview with you guys, the playing at the White House, one of Barack's last parties, which was amazing. And it was, and when I look at both of them. They both dealt dealt with spirituality. It was like just being free and just being who just being who I am. And I think that's what every artist and everyone that you guys have ever interviewed, they just wanted to be free, man, because they, they knew that or not even they, we knew that you guys were one of us. You know, like we were the same. We had the same struggles. We had the same struggles in terms of like life. Like, come on, man, like a man that this dude really didn't need hip hop like that. I was like, I'm still blown away. Like Rich Medina and I were talking the other day and we were talking, Rich was like, yo, that's, yo, we went to school together. We went to Cornell. And I'm like, you guys went to Cornell. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> so it was hip hop on an educated level and with a man who was a turn, was an attorney who automatically understood how to take care of his clients and understand how to, understood how to take care of people. He was that dude, man. Mm. Man, we, I'm honestly, man, like this was one of the hardest losses. And I will be one to tell you, I didn't have like the super, super close relationship with him. This was strictly based on this interview. Mm. He didn't represent me. We never broke, we never broke bread together. Actually, I'll take that back. We went to a couple of parties and like some fun, you know, some things that friends were doing. And that was the only time that we really dined together. But our relationship was strictly based on the love of hip hop sure. mm. and the love of our culture and how do we make it better and how do we make it honest and how do we be vulnerable as men and say, hey, I'm scared. You hear me? Like, David. and this was one of the biggest losses in hip hop, man. Yeah. You know, listen, um, I mean, that interview was groundbreaking, and, and, and I know for sure, you know, like I said, we can't call everybody, but I know for sure he, that meant a lot to him. Every episode, I mean, you know, or every interview that we have done, like, you know, for other people, he would bring that up. So I definitely wanted to take the time to call you. Listen, D, happy and a healthy new year to you and your family. Um, listen, we're going to make sure we continue to keep, you know, his legacy alive, and I know you'll be involved in for that. For sure. But I do, I do want to say this one last thing, man. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but... That interview was was extremely important. But what I will say about about Reggie, about Combat Jack, was that when you guys created Mogul and you talked about Chris Lighty, yo, it took me almost a year to do the interview because I, I, I was exhausted. I didn't want to talk about that anymore. And I promise you, man, every conversation that I had with Reggie, with Combat Jack, was so comforting. Was like, no, I want the story to be the way it's supposed to be, D. Like, I want it to be honest. I I'm, I will never change your words. 
that's the type of man we dealt with. That was a man of integrity, man. And I will always miss that. And it's very rare to find in our industry. Luckily, we found it with you guys, with D-Pen. D-Pen, I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan. You're my brother. Premium Pete, you're my brother. D-Nice, I, I do not accept you being a fan. All right, I'm because, a fan, because I'm cool, brother. I'm cool already. But but I will definitely tell my mom that I'm friends with D Nice. Mm. I am. And your she'll friend, be like, brother. and she'll be like, what? She like crumbs on the she'll table. She'll be like, what? The human TR eight oh eight. I'm like, yo. nah. Just call him D Nice. D Nice. I love you, brother. Listen, I love you. Love you, brothers, you, you, man. Seriously, I don't accept you to be my fan. Man. No yeah. way. We celebrate Combat Jack, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Forever. Right, Forever. Peace, D. Peace. Peace. Listen, D Nice, man. D Nice. The human TR eight oh eight oh eight. Listen, I'm sorry. The human. TR-808. Yes, yes. TR-808. All right. I added another 80 to that 808. Now we can get some barbershop in. You know what I mean? Now we can get some some fun times in. You know, Slayer Yo. from the beginning. Hey, hey, Slayer. How you doing, brother? What up, Pete? What's up, Primo? Oh, man. Listen, listen. Slayer, you're such an important voice to us because you are one of the people that supported the spaceship. From, from the early on, from the first flight, from the from the very first flight, and yeah, Dallas, <laughs> and I mean, you know, you know, you you've just been an incredible friend to me, um, but to to all of us, to to me, to Reggie, to to Pete, to Ben, to all of us in this in this production, and and you you've come to support us and and wholly support us. Support in the sense that, like, man, listen, you don't even want to be tagged in the pick sometimes. You know, you, yo, nah, I love you guys, man. So you know, you guys are, are my family. You know what I mean? So it's more than it's more than friends. You know, some people don't understand it, but um, you know, what I mean, they clowns. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, Jay. You know, uh, combat was, uh, um, you know, obviously, you were a fan of the show that became family of the show. You know, I mean, you've been at all of our houses. Uh, for people who don't know, um, you know, you, you go by the name of Jay Slayer, okay? Yeah. Kid from Queens. But more yeah. importantly... Queens wh- all day. Okay, you sound like Consequence now. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you something. What made you be a fan of the Combat Jack show? Yo, funny. The story's hilarious, man. So, you know, me and Dallas, I've known Dallas since <clears throat> 07, 07, 08. I'm talking to Dallas. He's like, yo, we got this radio show we're doing. Why don't you listen tonight? And I think at the time, you was at PNC. It was like the first show, and you guys were coming on like 1 o'clock in the morning. It was it was stupid late. Yeah, It was coming on. And um, I listened to it. I thought the shit was funny. And, you know, me and Dallas were already cool. He already introduced me to Reggie, um, like, previously. So... It was just, it was just organic, man. Like you guys were my boys. I thought the shit was funny, yeah, and I, you know, I just kept listening. Uh, Not the all, first one, right, right, right. I don't think you came to the first one, but but nah. you, but you were already. We were all connected already. We were, we were all. Con- Yo, Dallas, we were in, we were in, um, crazy. We was in the Bronx on a sneaker fiends run, and you was like, "Yo, do you know Combat Jack?" And I'm like, "Nah." You said, "You don't know Reggie Jose? I'm like, "Nah." You get on your phone and you call him up. And you're like, yo, combat, yo, speak to my boy Jay, and then that's and that's how we met. You, you, you know, you know what I phone. love. You know what I love about social media and 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 what we should say is the internet. You know what I love about this shit, and that's something I loved about combat. 
He was a lawyer, and obviously we used to, I used to make fun of him and tell him that he wore turtlenecks and fucking, you know, all this other shit and burr and, you know, whatever. But I'll be honest with you, he loved the unexpected. Like, Combat like, yeah. may have been like a burr-type lawyer-type guy that I used to make fun of, but he was the type of guy that I walked down an alley with you to go to, like, a, a, an after-hours bar. And you're like, yo, this shit don't even seem right over here. So he was open to all that. So I love the fact that... You know, you being a fan of the show, being cool with Dallas, and then next thing you know, you become friends with everybody, but more so become family. Like I said, you've been at Reggie's house, you've been at my house, you know, and and, and I think that's important to show how much... So um, Slayer is not. Slayer was never a fan. No, hey, he okay. was a fan of the show. He was I'm gonna tell you why. Fan. I know you don't he like the word fan. Family. <laughs> no. He was family fan, from the gate. Fans become family. He was he was family from the gate. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. Yo, I always felt like I'm. I was a part of this show, even though my wife tells me I'm not on the show. Mm-hmm. She's just hating. She's just hating. She's, just hating. she's a hater, though. Yeah. But I'm a part of the show. I don't give a shit, dude. No I'm question. No question. I was a, just I like Boss Nod. The first six people. Yeah, Nod. Just like Dave, just Dave. Nod Adams. Spaceship needed, spaceship needed fuel sometimes. You know what I mean? If you was in town, you know what I mean? I knew Swing I knew you through. was coming through with that. With, yeah. with, with that. And, you and, have to come through with that, uh, that Hennessy and that Hypnotic. That's right. I, I mean, listen, we... It's just that that you got to you got to experience us through the through the transformation of the thing, you know. Mm. You got to see it from and, and 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 just remember those remember those nights, those crazy late nights at PNC. Dude, and, it was all organic. It was all it was all beautiful. You know, what I mean, me and A King, you know, just hanging out with y'all, like you, like Pete said, how friends become family. It's um. It's been amazing, dude. Amazing. What? Seven years? Seven, eight years? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, and it feels so much longer. You know why? It, it, it's it's crazy how the core group of people, you know, uh, whether 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 the internet's hear them on the microphone or not, and the core group of people are, are y'all, Boss Nard, Jay Slayer, Just Dave, and, 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 and the people you hear on the microphone. But I feel like we've been together for decades. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been rocking with each other for 10, 20, 30 years since high school. And the truth is we all kind of met each other about seven, eight years ago. Sure. All right, so so, <laughs> social media, man, and the interconnecting networks is amazing. Listen, Jay Slayer, um, you know, as we're remembering Combat Jack, a.k.a. Reggio Say, uh, or should I say Reggio Say, a.k.a. Combat Jack, you know, we got a bunch of phone calls from people who have a lot of love for him and a lot of love for the moments that he created and we were all a part of, uh, whether that be listening to them or, or having a hand in, and, and voice in shaping them. You know, Combat Jack show, uh, not only for him, which I don't think he ever believed it, that, you know, was groundbreaking for people all over the world. Yeah. This week when we found out that Reggie had passed away, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, I had people DMing me and email me from Germany and Sweden and Russia and places I didn't even know, Latvia and Lithuania. I don't even know what the fuck, where they were from, Prague. I, I don't even know what they were. What, any, any Pakistanis? No, no Pakistanis. No Pakistanis. Prague is the shit, though. No. Prague is dope. But what I'm saying is Prague. to think about it, to think about, you know, Dallas. Well, let's start off. Think about combat. It's doing a show with Dallas Penn, them bringing me on, and me never leaving. And having all these other people like a Just Blaze, a Dallas Penn, uh, you know, I'm not, I mean, a Just Blaze, a Matt Raz, a fucking Ben Hameen, and our Don't voices. Jerome. Jerome. Oh, that's Snacks. Snacks, yeah, Snacks. Snacks and Ronaldo. Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. They were there, though. Man. Yeah, but I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, think about it. These voices, these people were touching 
and also being heard by people from all over the world. Amazing, man. Amazing. You know what's crazy, Pete? I've been to Africa, man. I've been to Tanzania. I've been to Kenya wearing the, the Combat Jack show hat. And people's like, are you Combat Jack? I'm like, nah. I gave a kid the Combat Jack hat because they knew the show. Mm. Like, people, like, you go... I was in Kenya. Someone they knew the show. It's crazy. Hey man, listen. I was in. A, I never forget. Damn. I, I, I never forget. I was in Atlanta one time and uh, Madagascar. I couldn't. Yeah, I was in. <laughs> I was in Atlanta and uh, the guy. Uh, I couldn't get on a, a direct a flight. And the guy was like, "Yo, you know." I was talking to him. And I guess I, maybe I was just like upset. I was like, "Yo, I can't get on this flight." And he's like, "Yo, are you Premium Pete?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah why? What the hell? Is, what does it matter?" He's like, yo, I listen to the Combat Jack show. He's like, don't worry, I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll fix your ticket. <laughs> so I was like, yo, that's how special it yes, was. Yes. That's how special it was, man. And yes. and and we're going to forever let, let his legacy live on, man. We're going to make sure of that. Jay Slayer, listen, thank you, for, thank you for yes, believing indeed. in us, man. Thank you for believing in us. And I know Combat always appreciated you and 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 just just your presence man yes just your yeah, presence man i you know i appreciate y'all love you brothers man your piece of a king ben i mean matt rad jonathan Mena, uh salim yo Mena, yo yeah. that's, that's my boy man peace and peace and blessings to me and his family and why peace and blessings to kim and the, and the kids and the family absolutely yo. i'm out man absolutely yo, peace. Peace, slayer. peace peace slayer man just reminded me man of um of a king man and and how pivotal A King was to to the whole thing just starting off from the beginning. You know? I mean, he never stopped believing. Yeah, shouts shouts to King. He never he never shouts to A King, who is really. I mean, when you know when when it all gets said and done, A King's name has to be in bold faces. Has to be in capitals. Sure, sure. Because he is without question the cement, the glue. Mm, mm. You know, for the entire thing. Mm. He kept us all together, man. Oh. And even when we weren't together, we were still together. And that's just like today. Internet. You know, listen, um, I want to speak about um, how amazing this year has been, though. There's been some great things. There's been some horrible things. Us losing Reggie is one of those horrible things. Yeah. Us losing Prodigy. But yeah. being able to, you know, one thing somebody said to me the other day was, I like, go, you ever believe in, like, a higher power and how... You know, um, combat, you know, wanted to see you where you are today. Let me tell you something. Many people may not know, but, uh, you know, the last couple of times I've seen Reggie, you know, um, he was so, so focused on just telling people how much he, you know, he loved them and cared for them. You know, um, we were drinking miso soup together. He was telling me how much and how how much love he had for me. Even even when me and him had our issues, you know, um, you brought me to the LSN party. And the following day, he had texted me and wrote, bro, the highlight of my year was us rekindling and hugging and loving each other like brothers. Yeah. It meant the world to him. And for him to tell me that, man, you know, he didn't have to tell me that. And that really was so special. But I'll tell you one thing, man. Just, just he was so happy of, 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 of watching me shine, man. He would, like, you know, when I was at the hospital or, or, or when I went to, um, you know, where he was staying after the hospital. He was just, you know, he, 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 man, he was just like so happy to see people, man, yeah. and, and tell them how much he loved them and cared for them, yeah. and uh, you know, and, and, and I'm sure he, I'm sure he's super proud of you, Premium. I mean, really, I'm super proud of you. Thank you, bro. All right, you could have really, you know, a couple times in your life, I've known you, you could have really turned down, mm. 
You know, you could have turned down because of public perception. And I think what you were able to do, Premium, in your life now is to take public perception and say that belongs over here because what I'm doing for myself is greater. Mm. The the plans I have for myself, the vision I have for myself is greater sure. than what somebody may think of me. Somebody, oh, just thinks I'm Pete who works for Premium Laces and does retail. Yeah, or but, just talks to you about guess jail. what? Guess what? I'm greater than that. Oh, uh, yeah, someone thinks I'm just prison Pete mm. who can just relate to people who have been to jail. But you know what? I'm deeper than that. You listen, know? listen. And, and, and you continue to do the hip hop thing. Yeah. Well, the, the hip hop thing, which is which is to find ways to reinvent yourself, mm. Mm. Pete. Find ways to reinvent your presentation. Just when we thought we had you boxed in and made you a racist. Mm. Maybe, Look at you. Maybe prison Pete. Look at you. You became a prison Pete. Just when we thought we had you boxed in as prison Pete, you became homophobic Pete. <laughs> just when we thought we had you boxed in. Domesticated You know, Pete. just when we thought we could figure you out, you said, no, I got, there's another level to me, mm. okay? Mm. I'm misogynist Pete, mm. Mm. okay? Just when we thought we had, what, what's going to be the next Pete? I don't know. But we'll see because the new year is ahead of us. That's right. And That's whatever right. I'm going to do, I know our brother Reggie going to look down at me and say, go get him, Pete. Yep. You know, he say was. That's a number one fucky bird right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. And I'm going to be like, yo, I'm still not wearing shorts, man. <laughs> I'm still not wearing shorts. But I'll tell you one thing, man. Just really, he was so proud of me uh, to do the live tour we work. Yeah. Um, he showed up to the anniversary, the one-year anniversary. No, mm-hmm. no, not the one-year anniversary. He showed up to the, a couple of them, mm-hmm. and he was so proud that I was able to collaborate with WeWork. So shouts to WeWork, shouts to Eric, uh, shouts to the whole crew there for giving me a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Internets, I'm still touring with WeWork the top of the year. We got a couple more stops, and Dallas uh, may try to do an international one mid-year. Yeah, So yeah, 2018. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see how that, how that goes down. 2018 is looking special with that. Let's see how that goes down. Listen, um, I, I definitely want to th- shout out the engine room, man, mm-hmm. for, for being, that, being that cool for me, mm-hmm. for believing in me. Shout out to Scotty, Avion, Troy. Uh, Peace, Scotty. Rohan, you know, and, and every Troy. and every engineer. Rohan. Yeah, and every engineer that that that, that has. What's done. my man's name in the studio with us tonight? Uh, um, he's a new guy, but I don't know. Fucky. What's his name? Hey, Fucky. Face. Uh, I'm sorry, bro. Face. Face. What's up, Face? Face. Um, Fucky. Listen, listen. I also want to give a shout out and 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 to the Premium Pete Show team. Yes. I want to give a shout out. Uh, you know, you, internet. Let me tell you something. You see Combat Jack. You see Premium Pete. You see Dallas Penn. You can't do this shit without a good supporting cast. That's right. You can't take this shit to a next level without a good supporting cast. Combat found out very early on how important people were to him mm-hmm. that were around him. Mm-hmm. A King, myself, Dallas Penn, Just Blaze, all these other people that made magic, man. Dwayne Mello uh, doing engineering in the back in the beginning. Always you ambitious. Know, always ambitious, man. Ten-gallon pockets. But man, 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 so many Ronaldo. So many people, man. I want to give a shout-out to my man Big Benson holding down the videography. All right, all right. Photography at times. My man Danny Space AZX. He does okay. the photos. Okay. Rob, big part of the team, big dope writer. Okay. Uh, Momo. Momo. My man Boris. We got a new girl we're bringing on, Kateri. Okay, okay. Just, just listen, thank you for being part of a great Who else? year. Man, Isaiah, man. Isaiah, let me Back tell you. Backdoor. How you got, First of all, the biggest part of the premium. You piece never show forget. You is never back forget. Backdoor. I'm going to tell you why. Internet. So backdoor. I, I, I want to tell you something. Anybody, any internet listening that has a podcast too, believe in social media, believe in the weird shit. 
And what I mean by that is what, like we spoke about with, 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 you know, certain different guests mentioning things, go, walking into the, un, 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 you know, maybe the unnoticeable. I, I told this story before. I'm going to tell it again. I had put out a tweet that I needed help. I had a bunch of shit on my plate that I want the people to be involved in. I got about 50 plus emails. I only answered back one. And it was a guy named Isaiah. Tigarachi. Backdoor. And this guy, AKA I want to tell you something. Backdoor. How this fucking WeWork thing even came about. Not only has he helped me, he went from fucking, all I wanted was like an assistant. He went to, from an assistant to a fucking producer to somebody that really handles all. And that's how you make it in the podcast world. We haven't made it, but if you even want a glimpse of how to even try to fucking make it. Well, y'all, y'all are at the bottom, but y'all got influence. Exactly. So y'all are power bottoms. Power bottoms. You got to be able to take on a bunch of fucking trades. You need people around you that are willing to tell you that you got a booger on your nose so you don't walk out, but also willing to fucking grab a drink of water for somebody. Edit a fucking video. That's how you fucking become great. So shout to Isaiah. Thank you for that, man. And, and, and more importantly, thank you for the listeners. Mm-hmm. All across the world, thank you for allowing me to drop gems on you each week. Thank you for allowing me to be pure and sharing my family and sharing my life. And I'll tell you one thing, man. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn who loves hip-hop, who loves relationships with real fucking people. Nigga, you have not lived in Brooklyn for 30 years. No, no, that's not true. It's like five years. But, but listen, it, it, Big said you moved from BK to New Jerusalem. You don't remember him saying that? He did say that. He All did right, say whatever. that. So stop fucking with me. But more importantly, <laughs> listen, thank you for fucking... Allowing me to come in your ear holes, as mm-hmm. Dallas Penn will say. Thank you for, for, for subscribing, for viewing, for anything you... Listen, Antonis, we were able... One thing I was really proud of this year that I was able to do is not be put in a box again. I was able to have people like fucking Lilo Broncato from Bronx Tale and then Tommy from fucking Power and then turn it around and sit down with the fucking mayor of Houston... Hey, Rod Strickland. Rod Strickland. Man, you had, you a, you had a banner year. Fucking, you had a banner year, Premier Pete. I'm excited for what you're going to do in 2018. Mm. I'm excited for it. Mm. Mm. I'm excited for it. Internets, y'all should be hyped too, okay? Los Internetos, mm. it's your boy Dallas Penn right now, and you are listening to the Premium Pete Show. This is the year-end recap, and we also took a moment to remember our brother, the one and only Combat, Combat Jack. Jack. Listen, you know, um, there were so many special moments, and we're going to continue to live his legacy. Uh, we miss him. Uh, we're still in shock. Uh, many people love them, and I think that what you continue to do is, is 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 show them how much love there is. You know, continue to you know say prayers and 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 and, and, and you know. Hold on one second. Hold, hold on. on for, uh, hold on. Hold listen, on. Hold on. Listen. Hold on. Listen. Listen. Yo, we, yo, King. Yo, King. Listen. Yo, yo, yo King. We we was about to sign off, and and then you call back, and there's no way. There's no way we sign off of this this end of the year recap episode tribute to to Reggie Osega Combat Jack without hollering and and getting to talk with again with you with you know the glue the, just the cement for all of this stuff here. Are you there or you're on that Boost Mobile King? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Stop trying to play my. Uh, I st- I'm still I'm still thirsty for a tear. From, Those are the old days. I'm still thirsty for a tear from your eyes, King. Listen, King. Uh, all, all I've ever wanted in in my podcast life was to see like a single tear come out of your eye. But to tell you the truth, I want your hair to grow a little longer too. I want your, I want your black skin curls to to really throw out. Shut the f up, a eh, King. But then, <laughs> but then a a, a a tear. 
Yo, yo, listen, when you get a chance to listen to this episode, you'll realize how much love uh, Dallas just gave you. Uh, you know, I mean, we said it before, and maybe we pause. don't say it. Uh, no, no, don't, you, know, you said something really crazy before, and I didn't pause you. This is not an episode for pause, but Combat would love that you pause me. And I'm going to say pause deputy approved, okay? <laughs> but I will say this. You know, uh, no matter through our ups and downs, through the breakups of so many different people, um, <laughs> no, no, of course we had. You know, listen, nothing is. We're just functional. We're just functional. The different, the many different eras uh, of the show. We 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 were dysfunctional, but we were functional. And I will say this, uh, A King, and just like Dallas said, you definitely were the glue of the show. Um, you are appreciated. Um, we all consider you a brother. And, you know, we're, we're remembering Reggie and just, you know, I had a couple of people call in and just give some stories um, about how they felt about him. Um, you know, what what would you say that is, is, is one of your greatest experiences of it all? And not only just from Reggie, just maybe just from the show. Um, Just the camaraderie, man. Just, you know, um, being able to, to, to get in the huddle with, um, pause before I say this. With a, a, you know, a few good brothers. Um, That's a thirsty pause, though, King. That's a thirsty pause. Well, because you said huddle, 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 huddle is loud. Getting a huddle with a bunch of men. I don't know. Okay, did did you touch any of those men's behinds? Did you slap Absolutely any of those men's behinds not. right before the Absolutely play began? Not. Nope. Why not? Never. Why not? Hey, what are you talking about, bro? Listen, we're remembering. That's how. Man. That's first how the play gets started off. First of all, you go first in the huddle. First of King, all, what did you step into this shit with Dallas this guy, man? Dallas was out here grabbing asses at the uh, holiday party. What's he was? Dude. Yo, I'll tell you one Yo, thing. I, I, I squeezed A-King's behind. Mm, mm. I think said, I squeezed your behind premium, Pete. No, no, he no. He said, and, and his excuse was, um, he said something along the lines of, uh, you know, with all of the sexual harassment accusations going on, this is all we, we'll have left to do. <laughs> Well, listen, listen, you're a fucking, you're a sick fucking person. I think, we, I, I think, I think Dallas Penn needs to get banned from iHeart again. Oh, shit. Listen, King. King, man. Yo, we don't, yo, don't fucking report me, King. Oh, don't fucking, shit. Don't fucking me to me, man. On HR. I remember Combat used to say that when I used to be crazy. I was like, who, who, who are you going to go to, a, HR? You know? And, and we don't got no fucking HR here. But no, listen, we had so many memories, King, over the year. So yep. so many different type of things that we never thought that we would be in. Rooms that we never thought we would be in. Acknowledgement that we never thought we would get. Um, I always said, and, 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 and you can contest to this, that, that we, we were the little podcast that could. And we did. And it was special, man. And I want to say this. I held on to the very end as much as I could held on. And, uh, you know, then I went out and, uh, you know, had to find my new way. Um, but the love was never lost. Um, and, I, and, and I know you were there to see it all come back. Um, but I do want to say, man, again, you know, you stayed to the very end, man. And, 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 and I, I not it, only applaud there, you. There but, is no uh, end. It never stops. Well, it never stops. But there I is do. No end. It never stops. I do commend you. You you held it together, man, and I appreciate you. And 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 people may not know that enough. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate you, man. Um, it's been a, it's been a good journey, man. Uh, it's, we still got more work to do. Um, you know, Reg is not here with us, but he's here with us in spirit. And um, you know, now. You know, we just gotta get 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 our barbecue money together. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm. uh, 
and, and get it cracking. Did, did the barbecue money go go? Did the barbecue money budget go to Poom Poom Shorts? Mm. Dude, <laughs> y'all never forget that story. Let me tell that quick story real quick. When when combat threw a barbecue, uh, supposedly there was some money from Flood Watches. And uh, that was what we used to say, like, yo, where's the barbecue money? So anyone who listened back in the day, uh, you would hear Dallas or me bother Combat and say, yo, like, he would just be talking about, like, yo, the weather out today is nice. And I'm like, yo, Combat. He's like, what's up? I'm like, where the fuck's the barbecue money? And uh, he would get annoyed at that shit. But here's the funny thing. We would ask where the barbecue money is. But when he showed up to the barbecue, he was wearing a fucking silk money shirt. Like, there was, it was $100 bills all over the shirt. And I was right. like, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this guy doing? And uh, you know, it's classic, man. Classic moments, classic. And, and I said it before in the beginning of the show, classic Howard Stern inspiration. He got all the characters out of us. You know, the time yep. that the time that we live checked him, which I will put out on Instagram and Twitter soon. That we live checked him because I thought that his polo shirt was fake. You know, he would fucking be mad. Or the time that we bless him with his first Jordans from Mayor. You know, but, you know, yeah. as I'm thinking about it, I think that that check was kind of suspect because you never wore polo. So how was you able to determine what was real and fake polo? No, 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 I wore polo for a while. Of course I wore polo. I just wasn't a he, low head. He never wore no damn No, don't polo. listen to Dallas. Dallas is the kind of person that, <laughs> Dallas is like, you know, if he has a thousand pieces and you have four, he tries to put you out of the box. That's not true, man, because I wore those four so hard body. And you know what? Those four look good you on You marathon me. them shits. I did marathon. marathon. You ran I did marathon. King, listen. Um, happy and healthy new year to you and the family. We're going to continue, yes. continue to, uh, push and make sure the legacy for our brother, Reggio say, AKA combat Jack lives on forever. And I want to let the internet know, um, you know, how appreciated, um, you are. And I know there's a lot of love out there, but we got to continue to have this legacy live on. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. And thanks for having me. And you know, now we get down man. yo DP. Yes, sir. It does not stop. No, no, no. It, it it don't stop, King. It don't stop. As a matter of fact, it it just got started. How mm. about that? Mm. Mm. How about that? Blessings, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Shut the fuck up, eh, King? <laughs> Peace, brother. Peace, y'all. Listen, Dallas. Um, as we end this episode, I just want to say that um, you know, I um, I got a lot of love for you. And I appreciate you because people may know, but those who don't know, you brought me on the Combat Jack show as a guest, 2010, maybe a very couple episodes. No, in. I didn't bring you on as a guest. Pete. Yes, you did. You brought me on as a guest for Sneaker Tube, remember? I, I never brought you on as a guest. First of all, you came to the Combat Jack show um, because it was a place for you to be around like minds. Mm, mm. You know, you came to, to chill. Of course, to hang yeah, out, yeah, to sure. just to just vibrate with us, and you, by being who you are, showed everybody in the room that you needed to be heard on that show. You showed them that your perspective, the value in it, the value in the way you lived your life. Because here's the deal, Premium Pete. A lot of times we encounter. Black folks, I mean, we encounter white folks who fucks with the hip hop and they don't fuck with it for the right reasons. Mm. They fuck with it because they're tourists or, or they, they, they got this ticket to go on a safari ride. 
Mm. Very rarely do they fuck with it because it's something that they live. They live in their heart. Mm. They live in their spirit. That That is who they are. Mm. And when people got to see who you were, your perspective is invaluable. Your perspective means so much to me so that other white people can hear you and understand that there there is a way to be. All right? You could have had white privilege, Premium Pete. You could have had it. You fucking turned it down to be a fucky. All right? You gave back your white privilege. Now look at you mm. running around with a black baby. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Look at you now. All right? <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. You're a seriously. Sick fuck. So you came there to hang out with us, and when people got to got to know you, they got to realize the value of your voice. Mm. So I, I mean I didn't bring you on to anything. No, but you know, I'm forever thankful. I didn't, I didn't bro. bring you on to anything because we were all there. We were all there for it. Mm. Okay. I'm forever thankful. And listen, as we, uh, like I said, as we uh, end this episode, I definitely want to give a shout out too to my guy Noah. It's been a big, uh, from Downhood, been a big help in the graphic Noah, design. Noah, right, right, right. That guy, that been, guy, been, that been guy. He's a good guy. Graphic good design guy. of the Premium Peach Show. Yeah, and listen, again, guy. you need a good team. Shouts to Mika too, um, uh, a true soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely appreciate her. Um, really do. But I'll be honest with you, man, this, this, this uh, is still tough, man, to process. I think I'm still in shock, to be honest with you. Um, there's no such thing as preparing for someone's death. You know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna miss him. And I just can remember all the moments. And I continue, uh, I want to continue in the new year to tell more backstories and tell more, uh, um, you know, different type of, of, of moments that we had on the Combat Jack show. I mean, there's so many pictures. There's yeah. so much so much video. There's so much stuff that we will continue ah. to put out there and let the people know there's some funny, there's some, you know, one of what our a, best episodes. What a, what a time to be alive. One of, one of our best episodes that Combat Always Loved was the therapy episode. Sure. sure. Me, you, him, and Dr. Maya Pettifig sure. did. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure, shouts sure. to Chris Morrow, man. Sure. Um, sure. Appreciate sure. him for sure. Um, check that out on YouTube if you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Internet's We'll be back next year. Um, man, we got some some great guests on on deck. Yeah, some some more gems for people who are looking. Look, I just want to say, man, I'm just a, you know what I was saying before. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Okay, sometimes I be in Jersey because it's more peaceful and quiet now, <laughs> and motherfuckers don't judge me. But I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Love fucking hip hop. Yeah, love fucking building relationships with people who are real. Yeah. Love being cut from that court that don't exist anymore. Mm. But more importantly, what I really love is just to fucking turn my dreams into reality. Mm. And internets have gave me a chance. Man, I'm a kid who fucking made a, some bad choices and fucked up, but then turned my life around and never looked back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I never forget, man. I had a bad dream the other night, man, and 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 of being in the box mm. and 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 how claustrophobic I felt. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 feeling like yo, I can't I can't stay in here another day. Yeah. And realizing that I've been home for so many years, mm. changed my whole life around. Mm-hmm. And internet, if you're a person that is like a, a dad who got divorced and trying to find out how to be a a, a a great father, I got you. 
And I don't say I mean great father because sometimes uh, you're not a great father. Just, just I'm just here to continue to drop gems upon people, yeah. and not saying like I'm. I'm in, 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 in listen, a, shut the fuck up. Listen, you piece of shit. God damn it. You fuck. Shut the fuck up. Is there any last words you want to say? You fucking yes. I, I want to tell the internet. Why are you telling me to shut the fuck up? I'm telling you to shut the fuck up because because you don't know when to shut the fuck up. Listen, you fuck. All right. God damn it. You got you got an incredible year. About to go down. Mm. All right? Let these folks get out of here. Let You're holding their ears hostage. Let them get on to their next podcast. Mm. All right? They know you're coming back with fire shit. They know that. They're already ready for the next joint that you're going to drop. So get the fuck out of here. Wish everybody a happy and healthy new year. And real talk. Don't do no fucking dust. Don't do none of that plastic weed over the new year. Just keep it real regular. Keep it real eye level. Los Internetos. And tune in to the Premium Pete Show in 2018. Internet, I'll be back. Listen, Internet. I'll be back for some spots. It'll be going down up in here. Internet, listen. Make sure y'all tune in. Thank you to everybody. Sponsors, listeners, every fucking body across the world for believing. And let's all together at the Combat Jack Show, whatever, write something up. Do a report if you're in school on, on, on podcasting. <clears throat> Whatever it is, you pig bastard. Listen to me. Let's continue to push the legacy of our brother, Reggie a.k.a. Combat Jack. Again, Internet, thank you for rocking out. That was Premium Pete. Have a happy and healthy new year, and we'll see you next year. Cheers.